Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. I served time in federal prison, which turned out to be the best thing for me. I got clean. I rediscovered my passion. Then my dad broke you out. Exactly. To kill you. Exactly. But just as his men were tying me up for my execution, I launched into a performance of my Macbeth. Whence is that knocking? Wait, Duncan, with thy knocking? I wish thou could. They couldn't get enough of it. I've been doing weekly gigs for the lads ever since. So you're like his jester? I can give you a quick preview if you like. Nuncle, nuncle, nuncle. Uh, thank you, Trevor. I think we're okay. Right now, we really just need to find a way to... What the what hell? The the front? Oh! Oh! What is that? What is that? Oh! Who? What's what? That! That! What that, that! That! What is that? You can see Morris. Morris? Oh, 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 Morris! They can see you. You're real. All this time I thought I was hallucinating him. Oh, this is such fat news. Where's his face? <laughs> He's a bit sensitive about that. Welcome everyone to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week we review the movie that kicks off the next phase of the MCU and does a pretty good job. It's 2021's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. But first, he's the sobered up actor that still thinks he hallucinates chicken pigs. It's Jason. How you doing, Jason? What the fuck? Chicken Chicken pigs. pigs? Chicken pigs. That's what uh, Katie called her. Furry animated ottoman. Well, that too, with with wings. With wings. With wings. It's actually a, a mystical creature. A hun how? Hun, I'm s- hun, I hun? still think he was hallucinating. Uh, he might. Well, he was sharing it apparently because yeah. everybody was hallucinating. Shared psychotic hallucination. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, anything happening around CBC? No. This does happening. go. This goes out next week. Oh, does it? It does. You actually know when you're when this is going out? I do. Yes, this one goes out next week. I don't believe you. It does. Uh, next Friday. Uh, all right, fine. So, spoiler of the die released an episode. Cat uh, is talking to Logan. Um, something about vampires and and Spain. Maybe paella loving vampires. I don't know. Check it out. Uh. The guys over at uh, the Video Game Lounge are counting down through their favorite characters. They're doing five through one this week. Um, There's some big news to be had. Stories were shared. Uh, Bloopers were touched. (laughs) On the doll? I I don't know, man. Uh, Bloopers were touched. This is just the rumors that are floating around CBC. I, I just hear things secondhand by eavesdropping on people's conversations and and I'm sharing this with you. You're you're like the Siri of uh CBC, huh? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um there's also a new uh smoking and drinking in space this week where we go over the movie reminiscence and uh we figure out whether we want to, you know, remember or relive that movie or not. Yeah, that came out uh today as of this recording, right? Yeah. As of this recording, yes. Yeah. Now, whether you actually release this recording on time or 
keep it in the vault for another six months. Who knows? It's like the Disney vault. Once it goes in there, it'll never come back out. Exactly. It's like the black hole. This is this is all just blackmail material. That's all it is. For who? I don't know. Me, I guess, to blackmail you. I'm just waiting for you to say something stupid. Yeah, I have no shame. You can't blackmail me. That's true. That's true. All right, is that it? That's it. Man, pretty uh, pretty short and sweet. Perfect. Like I said, I'm just sharing rumors. Rumors. All right. Uh, how about a pod crawl then? Well, you don't have any news? I'm telling you, man, I don't do news on uh, this this one. I save all my superhero news for uh, smoking and drinking in space because that makes sense. Well, why the fuck do I have homework then? Uh, because this is this is my uh, this is my show. God damn it! Yeah, I quit. Here's uh, your fucking pod crawl. Awesome. We can call it. I don't know. Say a pod. Crawl, the pod crawl, pod crawl, pod crawl, pod crawl, excellent, insert it deep, pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Movie opens with story time with Crowley where we learn that thousands of years ago, a dude found some rings. These rings gave the user great power and immortality that he used to conquer the land. This dude goes on to create the terrorist organization called the Ten Rings. They were behind many falls in government throughout history. But conquering lands and destroying nations wasn't enough for him. Eventually, he seeks out the fabled village of Tarlo, home of mythical beasts and great power. In his quest, Warlord Dude comes across a beautiful lady that is protecting the entrance to Tarlo. The two Kung Fu it out and the beautiful lady is able to defeat the powerful Warlord. The Warlord becomes enamored by Pretty Lady and they fall in love. The village won't let the Warlord enter, so the two leave and start a family. The Warlord trades in his rings for children and they live happily ever after, the end. That's not how it ends. Pretty Lady gets murdered by the Warlord's enemies. Well, that pisses off Daddy Warlord and he puts the rings back on and starts to train his son to be an assassin. Fast forward to present day, Shang-Chi works as a valet by day and sings karaoke at night with his best friend Katie. The two are enjoying their morning commute on the bus when out of nowhere, Ten Rings henchmen attack Shang-Chi. Come to find out Shang-Chi is Warlord's son and he has come to collect a necklace. Shang-Chi defeats the henchman, but loses the necklace in the process. He heads to Macau to warn his sister, with Katie tagging along because you need a plucky sidekick in every movie. The three amigos are catching up on old times when the Ten Rings raid the place and capture them and steal sister's necklace. Daddy wants his children to come home so they can help save their dead mother that has been calling out to him from behind a sealed gate in Tarlo. He is going to free her, or burn the village down in the process. The siblings object and are thrown in prison with the Mandarin, aka Trevor. Trevor has sobered up but has what he thinks is an imaginary Hundun friend named Morris. Morris is very much real and reveals that he knows the way to Tarlo through the tree maze of death. The group break out of the prison and head for Tarlo. There they meet their aunt Ying and learn that it is a soul sucker that is calling to their father. It wants to break free of its prison and knows that the wielder of the Ten Rings is powerful enough to destroy the seal. Warlord shows up and a battle breaks out between the villagers and the Ten Rings henchmen. Warlord starts to weaken the gate and small soul suckers fly out to attack the village. The two forces join together to fight off this new army while Shang-Chi goes to confront his father. The two fight and Shang-Chi eventually wins, but spares Daddy's life just as the soul sucker breaks free. Daddy saves his son and is captured by the soul sucker. 
Before he can be killed, the Ten Rings are passed on to Shang-Chi and he goes to town on the Soul Sucker. Eventually, Shang-Chi is able to get the rings into the belly of the beast and explodes the demon from the inside out. Shang-Chi and Katie return home to tell their friends about the incredible adventure they had. No one believes them until Wong shows up to take them back to the Sanctum Sanctorum. Cue everyone stumped by the origin of the rings and having a karaoke session with Wong. Credits. All right. Short and sweet. Uh, that was short? That was short. It was shorter than some of the others. It was, uh, you know, you know how hard it is to do a pod crawl when you can't like pause the movie and write down your thoughts. You have to try to remember no, it. No, I have absolutely no idea now, what that's I like. I know because we just, we just review old movies. You're or ones that are uh, like on HBO Max, which makes it easy because you can pause those. So, and I wasn't spending $30 to watch it on a TV. No, thank you. Instead, I spent $50 to watch it on a big screen t- uh, TV. Seems like a good investment. It did. It did. Uh, so, overall impressions, what'd you think? It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. it. They did. They did really well with it. Um, I, it was better than I expected it to be. Shang Chi okay. is not a, a Marvel superhero that I'm very familiar with at all. Shang Chi is is very much Asian stereotype. At least it was when it first came out. Well, I mean, yeah. So yeah. they originally wanted it to be. They they wanted the licensing to the uh, Kung Fu TV series, uh, but Warner wouldn't give it to them. So they based Shang Chi off of, uh, off of the books, uh, the British books, um, based off of Fu Manchu. Yeah, he was supposedly Fu Manchu's unknown son. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was definitely uh, an Asian stereo- stereotype, but that was back in the seventies and you know right. different time and everything. Right. But no, I thought they did well with the with the material that they had. Like I said, I'm not super familiar with Shang Chi in the in the comics. I've seen him a few times on some uh, crossover series uh, on some of the titles that I used to read a long time ago. But other than that, I really had no idea. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, uh, except I didn't even know of uh, like, okay, I was familiar with them and I was familiar with like Mandarin and Fu Manchu, mostly because Fu Manchu was such a terrible portrayal. And that's what I knew him from, uh, you know, people being so pissed off that he was that he was such a huge stereotype, um, you know. But I never, never got into it. Uh, just, just wasn't one of those ones that caught my eye. So, uh, but I thought it was good too. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was uh, very. It had it had enough lightheartedness in it to not be too serious, um, which Marvel does a good job of that anyway. Uh, they they tend to bring a lot of, as you say, levity to a serious situation um, pretty well, don't you think? Yeah, and, you know, having Aquafina in the movie... Uh, oh, that doesn't in hurt the movie ...definitely helps with the, with the comedy. I mean, she's... Uh, she's a, a great comedic actress, um, and I thought she did pretty well in this movie. Although, was, so so to, did 
did she seem like Aquafina playing Aquafina? Yes, and I was okay. just about to say that. Okay. Although she's she's starting to fall into that, uh, she plays Aquafina in, in almost every role that she's in. Right. I think the, well, no, because I mean, really, she was just a version of Aquafina in Ocean's Eight as well. Yeah, that's right. She was in that. Was yeah. she Aquafina in that? Yeah. Yeah, she had already changed that her name, or yeah, I mean, was she, using her she's stage been, name. Yeah, yeah, she was using Aquafina since 2012. Yeah, that's okay. that's how she got popular. Was her her YouTube, uh, her YouTube videos back right. in the day. Yeah, 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 and she's been in other things, hasn't she? Um, uh, yeah, she's she been in other movies. She's she was in Ocean's Eight. She was in Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. That's what I was trying to think. Um, of. She was in that one Jumanji movie. Yeah, can't remember which one. The uh, first she was one. in the second Raya one, and the Last Dragon. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just oh, she was in Neighbors Two. I remember her in that. She was one of the uh, sorority sisters in Neighbors Two. That was funny. Okay, I don't remember her in that one. I mean, yeah, she always seems to. Which is unfortunate. She always seems to play herself, right, and not or or a a a slight variation of herself. She doesn't necessarily she doesn't necessarily um, stretch her acting chops, so to speak. You know, but I mean, she's fairly new at this whole acting gig. She's only been That's acting true. for you know what, maybe five six years. Yeah, twenty sixteen is her first. Yeah, so about film five credit. years. Yeah. So she's still kind of new at this. She's still kind of feeling this thing out and honing her craft. I'm sure once she gets a little more experience under her belt, she'll be able to broaden her acting range if she so chooses. Maybe she wants to do this. Yeah, maybe she wants to play that. That, And I, and it wasn't bad by any means. It's just it was, oh, okay. Uh, she's basically just playing her, right? She's, she's an Asian, or she's Asian, and she's playing off of what she grew up with. You know, that's kind of what it seemed like to me. I, I I don't know. I mean, it just seemed like she was the same person as she's been in, in every other movie that I've, right. I've seen her in, uh, well, regardless I, uh, of, of whether she's Asian or not. I mean, of course right. she is, but and I'm sure that her experiences uh, being Asian-American uh, definitely play a role in, in her, uh, in how she portrays her roles, but it, it's still the same character from film to film. And not yeah. that that's necessarily bad because most of the roles that she's been cast at, I mean, that, that kind of fits that character. True. Okay. I did think that her and um, Shang-Chi, the, the actor who played Shang-Chi, uh, God, what is his name? Uh, Simu uh, yeah. Liu? Yeah, Simu Lu, uh, I thought they, or, they had a really good chemistry. They they bounced off of each yeah. other really well, especially when oh, yeah. they were doing I think doing they the, worked uh, together well. Yeah. Especially when they were doing the, the whole karaoke stuff. That was, yes. that was really fun. And I yeah, love seeing think, Wong I do that with them at the end of the movie as well. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, that was very unexpected. Um yeah, I think I think the two worked well together. Um, I find it I find it really interesting, uh, just because you know I was avoiding spoilers through the whole thing, uh, not really 
other than a couple trailers that showed up, you know, during Black Widow and that kind of stuff. I never really watched anything, never read any articles. Um, but I, I saw here recently uh, that, you know, back in like 2005 or something like that, Simu uh, uh, posted a, or tweeted something to Marvel about, hey, how about Shang-Chi? Call me when you're ready. And then he posted it again in like 2000. 18 or something like that and then they go ahead and they grab him i thought that was kind of interesting that he was like lobbying for it and and he fit um they fit what they were looking for uh you know and he did all his own stunts so you know he's kind of like the the asian i don't you know tom cruise well i was gonna well tom cruise i was gonna say asian uh asian spider-man or the asian tom holland you know because tom holland does a bunch of his stuff because he had that he has that gymnastics background um, Lou already knew Taekwondo, gymnastics, and Wing Chun. So so he already had a fighting background before getting into this. And I will say that the fight choreography in this movie was top-notch. Oh, man. So it reminded me so much of, like, Jackie Chan. Like Jackie yeah, Chan there was, movies. Yeah, there was some definite, yeah, some, uh, some Jackie Chan, especially whenever they were fighting on the catwalk or the... the uh, well, even that in the bus. In the bus, you know, he, yeah, was, the bus. he was swear, swerving through all the poles and everything like that. Very yeah, Jackie so Chan it definitely movie. had some Jackie Chan movie vibes. Um, not the not the catwalk, the the scaffolding. Scaffolding. So when yeah, they yeah. were then when they were fighting on the scaffolding, that definitely had some some Jackie Chan vibes. But I thought just the the, the choreography in general, especially when uh, his parents were, met for the first time and were fighting, that whole kung fu wire. Choreography oh yeah, was so that reminded me. Phenomenal. Oh yeah, that reminded me of uh, Crouching Tiger. Yes, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, yeah. the which and, also and, has some great choreography in it. Yes, and I I liked I liked the juxtaposition that they did with um, uh, oh what's his name Win Win Wu Win uh, the dad. Um, I like the juxtaposition they did with him and and the mom with you know he he was always closed fist and it was all very much power and then and yes. she's she's able she's, to defeat him she's got a very him. flowing style yes a- able to defeat him with with flowing through the wind a leaf in the wind yeah as wash would say I I saw it more as more like a a, a water style but yeah okay air would work too wind yeah. Okay. So yeah, I I think it was a combination of both, you know, because she did pull up, she did uh, pull up uh, the leaves and things like that, and get those things swirling. Um, and it looked like using used some sort of wind power to to launch him, you know, with one hand. And then they kind of brought that full circle with, you know, uh, uh, Shang Chi was all about the fists and everything like that because that's how he was trained. But then, then his aunt had him open up his hand and that's where he kind of really, I mean, that's how he defeated his dad in the, at, in the end is, is by channeling that. Yeah. Um, and, and I thought, and this may have just been being, this may have just been me kind of maybe reading it in, reading into it. But I thought his style kind of changed towards the end to kind of be a mix of both his mom's and oh, his dad's I think style. It, yes, no, no, it was. It definitely was. So, 
Um, I think I think he well, and you see it actually. You see it when he defeats the 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 Mama Soul Sucker, uh, Dark Dweller or whatever it is. You know, he does the whole flowy thing when he gets the rings down into the gullet. Um, you know, and he's he's doing the whole flowing thing, and then he uh, clenches his fists. You know, in in, in power. And they explode out, you know. So I thought that was very, that was very cool to see that, and that he was use he uses both. You know, he's uh, he's graceful when he's controlling the rings and everything, but when he needs to, he does use power, like his dad did. Right. I really liked how they the rings changed color based off of the user. I thought that yeah. was a nice um, uh, contrast. You know, you had the the warm the warmness from. Uh, from the Shang-Chi. nature side, yeah. yeah. Well, from the nature side, and then the coldness from, from uh, Dad, uh, Mandarin, whatever his name is. So, um, speaking of Mandarin, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor's back. Yeah, Trevor. Trevor's back. Um, what you What do you think of that? Uh, so, so how soon did you recognize who it was? Oh, immediately. Whenever he turned around, no, I was okay. Like, Oh, I had that way. I had it way before. I had it way. So, so when you hear him talking in the background before they start going, I was like, "That sounds like Ben Kingsley and, oh, and, oh, and yeah, Trevor." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm thinking that I'm like, "No, they didn't," because they kept that they kept that under wraps. Yeah, as they far did as I know, as, right? Yeah, as far as I know, they they kept that a pretty pretty tightly guarded secret. Although I wasn't really seeking information on this movie before I, no. I watched it, I knew I was so, going to watch it. But I really didn't read much about it before then. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I think I think I remember hearing something way back when that Ben Kingsley was attached, but it was more of a cameo type role. Um, it was it was they made it seem like it was kind of a one and done, you know, scene, not as much as he actually got. Right. You know, so 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 when I when I read that or when I remember thinking about that, I'm thinking, okay, they brought him in for like a flashback, you know, of the history of the ten, the ten rings and and maybe try to explain how it was an actor or how Killian co-opted the name, you know, type of deal, like like what he did in Iron Man three, right? So, but but I I was not expecting as far as they went with him and i think it was good i think he did a brilliant job well i mean ben kingsley is a brilliant actor so he's oh, gonna yeah. do a brilliant job yeah that's that's just yeah I, I think he i think he was funny and over the top without being too over the top i think he played the character really really perfectly right um he did the my only <clears throat> My only critique would be that he did seem, he seemed, for being sober, he seemed a little not sober. But that's probably, I chalk that up to, you know, a lifetime of drugs and alcohol. Right. You know, and still having those kind of mannerisms. But he kind of had the same mannerisms as what he did in the Mandarin when he was himself. Well, when he was when he was himself as the Mandarin, I mean, yeah, he was he was wasted. I guess he was used to so used to being wasted that he was high functioning. So I also I saw an article 
uh, this week, uh, you know, I did a little bit of research, mostly because that's all that ever comes up on the news feed right now is how good this thing did and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but I mean, it didn't do any better in its opening than Black Widow, and everybody was like, oh my God, the world is ending because Black Widow didn't do as good as the other Marvel movies. Yeah, so so that's what I wanted. I'll bring that up here in a second. But um, I saw an article with... Uh, that they had with uh, the director or the producer, someone, um, they had contacted Ben to find out if he would be be willing to be in the movie. And they said that Ben turned away from the phone and yelled out to, and basically answered, answered the question as Trevor saying like, you know, Hey, they want to know if you want to do the movie. And he, he came back and like, well, bloody hell, I do type of type of situation. So, so he answered it in in the same in the same. Uh, uh, he play. answered it in character. In character, yeah, and it was it was just funny. Yeah, um, I thought it was. I thought that was kind of interesting. Money, it it made a hundred and as of today, uh, according to Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge, uh, it may it has made one hundred fifty seven point five million. Um, okay, in opening weekend. Uh, so it didn't do terrible. Um, I mean, that's, that's a pretty decent haul for opening weekend. Oh yeah. That and is considering that. that the budget was anywhere from 150 to 200 million. Oh yeah. No, it's it doing well. No. Yeah, it did. It did great. I mean, this um, is probably one of the cheapest MCU movies we've seen in terms of budget. That's true. Probably in a, in a while, in a long while. Um, what was, what did they do Iron Man for? Do you do you recall? Uh, no. Let me check. I mean, uh, one hundred and forty. Of course, that was you know, what all uh, two thousand eight, right? Yeah. So two thousand eight, thirteen years ago. So one hundred forty million. It made half a million or half a billion dollars. Um, so Black Widow, just just for comparison's sake, uh, right now, Black Widow's box office is uh, three hundred seventy two point three million. Um, I don't know if that, you know, adds in Disney Plus subscriptions or anything like that. But no, I don't think that would include yeah, Disney Plus because so. it's not box office. Right. So so Shang Chi in opening weekend has already made half of what Black Widow did. Um, so, so my question is, do you think, do you, do you buy the whole, oh, it's the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. We need to, we need to put this on Disney plus that they were spewing for Black Widow because we're, we're talking what a month, two months difference. Yeah. Well, no, September 3rd, it came out September 3rd, right? Black oh, no, Widow, that's Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's uh, Shang Chi. No. July 9th. July yeah. 9th. So two months. So do you, do you buy that they should have done that? Okay, rephrase your question because I'm not exactly sure what you're asking. So here. so so you know they they brought back Black Widow out both in theaters and on Disney Plus at the same time. Uh huh. Um, we've got the big we've got a big old stink going on with uh, ScarJo. And Disney about you know you broke the contract blah blah blah, um, 
it didn't make as much money as it should have or could have because it wasn't in theaters only. Um, and then you turn around and two months later, Disney's pumping out Shang-Chi theater only. And it's already made half of what Black Widow made in its opening weekend. Do you do you buy Disney's reasoning for what they did as because of the, you know we don't know what's going to happen with the pandemic or do you think they they just I don't want to say they just did it to stick it to her or or whatever but they just did it because they thought they could I, mean, I don't think your... they did it because they thought they could I think they I think they had a, a plan to release because Black Widow is not the only feature release that they released on both Disney Plus and in theaters at the same time. They'd been doing that for the entire year of 2021. But it was the only Marvel piece. It's the only Marvel movie that had come out. Right. I understand. So, I mean, yeah, it's the only Marvel piece, but it's also the only Marvel movie that came out. Shang-Chi, they didn't do the same thing with. And you got to question why. Right. Is That's, it because of the poor performance that Black Widow had in the box office? But there was never there was never any hint that they were going to bring it out to Disney Plus in, in any of their marketing, and, and they were marketing this back in uh, when Black Widow first came out. So you, you know, you would think if um, if they had planned on bringing it out in Disney Plus, they would have been marketing it at that point in time as well because they were they were doing the same thing with Black Widow two, three months in advance saying, okay, it's going to be on Disney Plus and in theaters. Um, and then they don't do this here. Um, I, I find the excuse for COVID, you know, for COVID and uncertain as to what's going to happen. Okay, I find again, that, I'm not sure what your point is here because well, I'm just they saying didn't market I've, it as being on Disney Plus because it wasn't released on Disney Plus. Well, I understand that, but why Why did, I guess the question, I'm just wondering why they decided to do Black Widow that way and not Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi which came out two months later. Um, there's been a, you know, there's been a surge, right? There's been a surge in cases with, with COVID and all that. So, so the, uh, you know, the, the, I guess the state of the, the state of the world or of, of, of America or the U.S. is worse right now than it was in July, and yet they still just only did it in theaters, and it's doing well. So, so my, my question is, do you, th- do you think Black Widow would have done better? If, if it, it had was? Been, if it had if been it released was? in the same way? Yeah, yeah, I think it would have. Okay. I think Black you, Widow had enough buzz about it. Oh, I think so too. That people would have gone to see it in theaters just like they did Shang-Chi. Okay. Would you have agree would you have agreed with them in terms of putting it on Disney Plus, uh, Shang-Chi? Do you think? I mean, do you think that's a knowing now what we know and I mean, it's hindsight is 2020, right? But do you think I don't know. Do you think that it it do you think Shang Chi would have been as good? I don't uh, think it would have. I don't think it would have brought in as much money at the box office if they had released it simultaneously on D- okay. Disney Plus. I think Disney Plus would have sucked some of those box office receipts. 
yeah. uh, out of the theaters. But it still would have been thirty bucks, you know, per uh, per purchase on right. Disney Plus. So I mean, it's it's not like Disney is is losing money. No, oh, the, now not losing there money. may have been something in the contract whenever uh, Shang Chi wasn't allowed to be released simultaneously. Who knows what what was in the contract or why they decided not to release it simultaneously on Disney Plus. It may have it may have been that they uh, saw the uh, the drop in box office sales. Maybe they don't want to piss off the theaters. You know, the theaters might be a little yeah. pissed off that their box office sales are going down, and and you know, theaters aren't going away anytime soon. Right. I would say that they're probably never going away. They may be reduced in numbers, or I mean, it may be a new theater experience that we experience. Uh, after this uh, simulcast streaming uh, experiment that we're doing right now. Or mm. it may just be that, you know, people are ready to get back out into the theaters and they want to see a, a movie on the big screen and we're not as sensitive towards the risks of going out during a pandemic as we were uh, two months ago, six months ago, a year ago. Right. I mean, there's there's a lot of variables that we can look at as right. to why Shang-Chi did better at the box office than Black Widow on opening weekend. And it wasn't that much. I mean, $50 million is quite a bit, but, I mean, it's still not it, – it's not a huge amount, uh, comparatively speaking, with, with, his, with, with as much as these movies are going to make. Right. I was going to say, maybe, maybe they had an internal thing, and they're like, okay, after July, that's it, we're – we're back in business going to the theaters. Maybe that was maybe that was their thing. I don't know. I, 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 I just, think they would have probably announced that. There would have been news about that. Disney yeah. is a publicly traded company. They're not going to hold that kind of information back from their shareholders. Um they're not gonna they're not gonna do something sneaky like that. They're definitely gonna let theaters know, hey, look, this is our plan going forward, so you might want to be prepared yeah. for this. They're gonna tell stockholders you know, these are our plans because I mean that they have to do that. These this this is our strategy going forward on releases. It's it. I again, I don't know. This is all speculation. I'm not sure right. why they did didn't do the simultaneous release uh, in theaters compared with Disney Plus. I'm not sure. Do you do you think do you think that there would have been some backlash? from from people if if Shang-Chi didn't get a theatrical only release seen as it's the first big, you know, Asian American um movie that Marvel has been putting out and that's kind of, you know, that's been the the topic of conversation on just about everything related to this movie. Do you th- do you think there would have been a huge backlash and maybe Maybe that influenced them a little bit. No, I mean, why would there be a huge backlash for that? That that they that they dual released it. I don't know. Didn't give them the the. Well, I mean, in in context of that, you know, ScarJo is is having problems or whatever. You know, I and I'm not I'm not reading into it too much. I don't think, but you know, it's just that she ha- she's voicing her concerns and she's got 
she's got people backing her up and have said, hey, good for you. So, yeah, so her concerns you know. are she had um, she got a percentage of the gross Based, sales. Right, yeah. Of the box office gross sales. And right. from what I've read, she's also getting that same percentage of the Disney Plus sales that they did too. So now? I think they're well, I don't know if I don't know if that was negotiated or if that was the original plan all along. I mean, when you get lawyers involved, there's there's always, you know, this and that and they're uh, back, back and, and forth, forth and yeah. they're they're slinging mud back and forth to uh to get public opinion on their side. Um but I mean, that's all going to be laid out in the contract. Now, the contract isn't going to be able to predict a a global pandemic like like we what we have now. And so there may have been negotiations to compensate because they probably didn't originally plan on on releasing it on Disney Plus, uh, and so they're going to give her some of the gross on Disney Plus as well. I don't know. I mean that that's all behind closed doors. That's all in in in, in part of that that civil suit, and right. all we're getting are are tidbits from both sides that they they want to feed to make their side look better. Yeah. Now I don't know how the I don't know how the contract was structured for Chang Chi. I mean these are these are fairly new uh, unknown actors. I don't think they're probably going to get any of the gross. I think they were probably you know paid a, a flat rate for for their time and effort. Um, but ScarJo had been Black Widow for a while. She's a very popular character. Uh, she probably uh, had a little bit more sway whenever they offered her a solo movie on how she negotiated that contract. Although from what I understand, there was binding arbitration in that contract. She might want to look for a new fucking lawyer. Whoever let that in the contract was not thinking or something binding arbitration. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Is there anything, or were there any issues that you had with the movie? Anything that stuck out that, you know, you didn't quite like or wish they did differently? So the the sister, I, I'm not sure I exactly understood what the motivation for the sister was. I mean, I know that Shang Chi she felt abandoned by her brother. Yeah. Um, after he performed the hit, he kind of left and and did did his own thing, and she waited on him. And I understand that she was ostracized from being included in in activities uh, and, and training with everybody else because she was a female. But, and so that certainly gave her a chip on her shoulder, but the animosity that, that she showed towards Shang-Chi whenever they first came together and then the abrupt turnaround that, yeah. that happened, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel that that landed very well. No. Um, I, I thought her whole character was a little forced, the the, yeah. inter- the interaction there uh, as far as oh you have to be you have to be I could understand her being pissed off at first but not by the time that you know he showed back up uh, uh, you know you would think she would have been okay yeah he was a he was a bad dad was a bad dude he found an opportunity and got out right maybe she I did the, matured I did the same a little thing. bit and and was right. able to to yeah, contemplate I found, things and and see it from a different perspective, but yeah, I found my not. way out. But no, <laughs> you right? Know. You know, so so yeah, I I didn't I didn't like that. Uh, I don't think I don't think she was 
she wasn't flushed out as much as shoot as much as even Aquafina was. I mean, you saw Katie, you saw her house, you saw the interaction that that she had and the relationship she had with with Shang Chi, um, and that Shang Chi had with her family. You know, so I mean, there there was a lot more. There was a lot more there flushed out, you know, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Um, you know, I have no purpose. And then they, they find her purpose or give her a purpose in in the battle, you know, so it seemed like, like that was better uh, than the sister who was, uh, I got a chip on my shoulder and I'm a badass when it comes to using the rope and uh, spear thing. You know, it it just... I think there should have been a little bit more there, especially setting up for the post-credit scene. Yeah, I mean, you kind of wonder what in the hell she's going to do with the Ten Rings at this point. Right. I mean, she's obviously modernizing them. You you saw that whenever they yeah, were she had upgrading the base. And, yeah. Well, and they, they put up a bunch of, of satellite dishes and, and microwave the f- transmissions. Graffiti uh, painted. Well, yeah, they, they, yeah, they painted... It was- painted it with yeah. graffiti. So they're they're upgrading the base and and making it into a more modern unit of whatever. I mean, is she going to carry on in her dad's footsteps and and Right, she doesn't have this... the rings to assert power. Right. So so what's she going to do with the 10 rings? How is she going to use them? Are they going to continue to be this kind of quasi-terrorist organization or is she going to use them for some sort of different purpose? Uh, she wants to expand her underground fight club. Well, maybe, maybe who knows? Yeah, I just it you you know they obviously they have pl- they had plans for her, um, it's, so it would have made more sense if there was a little bit more motivation or or I guess backstory or just flushed out just a little bit more in the movie. Now I understand this is a, a you know it's about Shang Chi, but again. Give us an extra five minutes or something, you know, and, and instead of it being kind of a throwaway character, other than other than her throwing throwing the rope a few times, anybody could have taken her place. You, you know, a, a no name character could have taken her place in terms of some of the stuff that she brought to the table. Hell, Wong could have taken her place. <laughs> I don't think Wong's going to be throwing no. a rope around. He's probably going to be throwing some magic around. Well, yeah, but you, you know what thing. I mean. As far as far as the things that she was doing in terms of uh, moving the story or whatever, you know, he could have gone to Wong or something like that to f- figure things out. I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I wasn't impressed uh, too much with with her, at least. Um, well, and, and would, I, I just, I just don't think they included her character in a meaningful way in the script. No, they didn't. They did. I mean, her dad, you know, brought her to his secret base and then basically ignored her for the rest of the movie, right? Which kind of speaks to his character because he ignored her throughout her childhood too. So that that yeah. kind of stays within character. But then, pretty much everybody else ignored her too. I mean, her aunt said hi, and then ignored her for the rest of the time that she was in in the, the secret right. village Talo. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, here's your rope and spear. Go do a uh, training. Montage. Here's your rope and spear. And here's a costume that is a, a totally different color yeah. than yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. else. Everybody in the village. else. Everybody so you can else. stick out like a sore thumb 
because you're an outsider. Yeah, it, it, that didn't right. make sense to me either. Why did why didn't she have a red outfit like? Yeah, Shang-Chi? why? Yeah, why was it black and white? If anybody should have had a different outfit, it should have been Katie, because she wasn't part of the family. Right. 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 I mean, so she just kind of got something. I mean, Katie got treated better than yeah than she, she got, did. Yeah, she got but her even own then, bow and arrow and everything. But even got Katie trained. kind of faded into the background towards the the end of the movie too. Right. And so they only did, brought her out to, you know, shoot the arrow that you knew that she was going to shoot once she yeah, picked up a bow and an arrow. Yeah. Did you did you know? So so when she picked up the bow and arrow and was doing the doing the stuff, training and everything, I'm like, okay, so she's going to help in the fight, and it's going to be kind of like, you, you know, she's helping. Oh, this is my purpose. I want to help protect. I want to help protect the this land or whatever, and she sticks or stays behind. That's kind of what I was thinking. Okay, that's where they're going with her. They're giving her a purpose. You know, but no, she was there so that she could make the one in a million shot, right? At 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 the at the dragon or the dark dark sucker, whatever dark dweller. Um, you, you know, when it would have made more sense for like the ant or something like the, you know, somebody else, not somebody that just now picked up a bow, right? So it just, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Well, and she watched the dude who taught her how to use a bow and arrow get, get soul sucked. Right? Yeah, she didn't even yeah, try right. to shoot at that thing. Yeah, she just watched like, it suck the soul out of that oh guy. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, you know, he was getting his uh, he was getting payback for uh, not letting her fight at the beginning. That's what it was. It's like that serves you right. You don't get to validate your uh, parking. Just die. I thought the end battle was a little dark and messy. I mean, there was a lot of uh, CGI going on with all the water effects. It was very yeah. dark watching the the two dragons fight one another. Um, yeah, so, I would so have it liked started to have seen off a little light. more clarity. Yeah, yeah, it started off bright, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna have a bright, we're gonna have a bright battle. We're gonna have a battle that we can actually see. And then, and then, oh, the, all of a sudden, some soul suckers come out, and it gets dark and gloomy that doesn't make sense um you know and then you don't even see you know the dra- the 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 lion things get battle ready but then you never see them well you saw them towards thing. the beginning of the battle well yeah when they were fighting humans they took out a couple of the foot soldiers because yeah. that's what those look like those look like fucking ninja turtle foot soldiers yeah foot ninjas um and it was funny how all of the Ten Rings assassins used non-lethal weapons. Right? Stun batons? Yeah, yeah and the... stun crossbows. Yeah. I, 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 that just seemed weird. That was I mean, weird to me. It made, okay, so it made sense in, it made sense in uh, Macau when they were trying to capture people. You know, but, you know, their dad said, I will burn the place to a, to the ground if they get in the way. Well, I mean, I guess they're going to burn the place to the ground using stun sticks. I guess uh, so. I mean, it didn't, that part didn't make sense. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if they were trying to keep a PG rating and wanted to kill the ki- uh, keep the killing down to a minimum because I mean, there were people killed in the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. So was it's not a, like there wasn't killing in the movie. It was just, was this the, a PG uh, it was PG thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wish they would have shown that 
master assassin or whatever, you know, shown the face or something like that. Right. Yeah. You kind of wonder the, who that was. Yeah. Like, I mean, they make a point to show them multiple times during the entire movie. And then, and then he, he just, just gets soul sucked. He gets soul sucked like a chump. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it was immediate. It was, I mean, he was the, he was the first one to go. It's just like, really? We're like, we're soul sucking Kabuki first. Apparently, well, it's because he has that white mask, you know. It's it just stands out. Zero in on it, I guess. But yeah, that I really wish they, because I was like, okay, maybe they would they would show it, and it would be it'd be somebody from his past. But really, they haven't shown anybody from his past, so they're not, you know. Yeah, I was curious to see who they were going to reveal behind the mask, and then they didn't. And I was like, well, well, <laughs> there there a, goes that. There goes there goes that idea. Thanks, appreciate that. So, um, so rings, the rings. Uh-huh. Here's my here's my theory. Okay, Eternal Tech. Eternal Tech. I think it's Eternal Tech. So I was expecting one of the Talo people to end up being an Eternal, it, and, and it may still turn yeah, out might still that, be that the way. Eternals established that village to keep whatever that thing was uh, yeah. in in the cave. Yeah, but yeah, I I, w- I was totally expecting an Eternals uh, reference someplace in Shang Chi. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking just based off of that 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 mid credit or whatever it was, um, I'm thinking it's Eternal Tech because when they when they zoomed in on it or whatever and they were looking at it, it kind of had those those lines and things that that we've seen in the trailers for Eternals. Um, it kind of had that 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 yellow lineish thing going on um and and these were found thousands of years ago and they have made that reference in the in the trailers that the eternals have been living amongst us for thousands of years right and then they well, banner they said the, they were much older do what banner said that they were much older shang chi said that his his father found them like you know a thousand or two thousand years ago right and bruce said that they were much older well, and that's that's entirely possible, but we don't know how long the Eternals have been here yet. The Ill- and we, yeah, they've been here since they they were they've been here for about five thousand years since the dawn yeah. of of civilization or right. the dawn of so, history. So, so that'd be so, about five thousand years. Yeah, so that's very possible that it's Eternal Tech. Maybe he found so they had the ship buried, right in the trailers. You see the ships buried. Maybe he came across the ship or a cave full of eternal tech or something maybe or not full of turn or not full maybe but maybe just these were in there maybe i don't know that'd be kind of cool that'd be i think that'd be kind of a cool tie-in you know everything's connected right right that's what, that's what they tote <laughs> all right so it was brought to my attention uh by sp um Back when I was on his uh, uh, Legends of Shields podcast, um, that I haven't been doing this very often, 
And it might be because it keeps being the same thing over and over, specifically with WandaVision. Um, so my question is, what superhero would you be in this movie, from this movie? Um, Superhero from this movie. Superhero or, you know what, I'm going to expand it out. S- superhero, super, or, or one of the villains, I don't care which. Who Who would you like to have powers of or what have you? Well, I'm going to go Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay, the cameos don't count. <laughs> no, you said from <laughs> no, no, this movie, no, no, what cameos. superhero do I oh, want to be? And I'll be Captain Marvel. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, let's let's take those out, okay? <laughs> no, Main, you, Main, you yes. set the criteria. Main I picked characters. within that criteria. Yeah, you know what I meant. Damn. <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you pick Wong because he had multiple scenes, but not not a throwaway post credit that unless you know to stick around, you don't see it. Who doesn't know to stick around to, through the credits by oh, now? There's still people. There are people that walked out of that theater. Oh my god. As soon as it as soon as the credits roll, they're bloop, they're out. And I'm like, oh you guys are idiots. Yeah. I mean you gotta stick around through the end. Now, there's only been a couple Marvel movies that didn't have after credit no yeah they, they always have a mid credit and then the after credits it's yeah most of the time most of the time it doesn't really mean anything you, you know avengers had the shawarma scene and right you know all right or, so since you're changing the rules i in am the middle changing of the, the game, rules my show my rules um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the dad he had okay. he had a pretty good mastery over those 10 rings and he had lived for you know well over a thousand years. I'm gonna go with the dad. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the other direction. I would go with uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, I knew you uh, would. Yeah. Um. Mostly because I can get behind his use of the rings, or what we have seen in his use of the rings. I I don't think I would be a dick. Whatever. I don't think I would be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe power would corrupt me. Who knows? Look, but... I'm I'm just gonna say a leopard doesn't change his stripes. Ha <laughs> ha! Leopards have spots, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, final thoughts. <laughs> I was wondering if you were gonna catch that. Oh yeah, um, I did. yeah. So, <laughs> uh. I, it was it was a fun movie. I mean, it's it's not the best Marvel movie out there, but it's it's still a, a Marvel movie. It's still worth watching. It's still worth going to. Um, it was fun. I I don't see. I mean, of course they're going to use Shang Chi in some some of the other Marvel movies, um, but I don't know if they're going to make a sequel of this anytime soon. Well, they did say Ten Rings would be back. They never said Shang-Chi would be back. Right, yeah. But they did say we would see the Ten Rings again. So maybe we'll see his sister. Yeah, and maybe that's where they're going to flush her out a little bit. Who knows? Um, I liked it. I I thought it was a good movie. Um, Would I watch it again? Yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was... I liked the choreography in it was, was very good. Um, other than the final battle where it got a little dark and a little muddled, everything was was really crisp, including including the uh, scaffolding scene 
um, you know, that was, I thought they, they did it very well. And there wasn't a whole lot of hiding behind, um, special effects or, or, uh, 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 magic tricks, so to speak, in terms of, um, doing face swapping and things like that. There wasn't a whole lot of, of, oh, seeing the guy get punched, uh, you know, from behind or something like that. It was, they brought well, yeah, it out. Yeah, this is an iron fist. Yeah. Yeah. They brought this, they brought this out very in the forefront, you know, doing the, their stunts and things like that. So I thought that was really good. All right. Uh, do you have a limerick today? No, I don't do limericks. I did that one limerick that one time. My name isn't James. As much uh, as you called me James, my name <laughs> still isn't James. Okay. No limerick then. All right, fine. We'll just take that out then. Be that way. Look, All right. you want me to do something special for the show, we can negotiate that out. But okay, limericks isn't going to be my thing. Epigraphs, okay. maybe. What? <laughs> epigraphs? Yes, epigraph. Look it up. Okay. All right. So next week... Uh, Next week, we will have a uh, epigraph. I said um, maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. Do you have some awards then? I do have awards. Oh, good. At least you came with that. All right. So let's start with the black lung. Black lung. So I noticed at the end of the movie, there was a, a disclaimer that said nobody got paid for tobacco use in the, in the movie, but I didn't see anybody actually smoking in the movie. You get paid for tobacco use? So, yeah, back in the day, uh, tobacco companies would pay uh, film, oh, per, film oh, studios to use, to, to, to use their brand of cigarettes in the film. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that was still a thing. I don't I think it is were. anymore. Yeah, I, think, I don't think it is, yeah. Yeah, I think they put that disclaimer in case they do have tobacco use in the film. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to give it to the, the honorary... Uh, nobody that has it at this point. Okay. Doc Cottle. <laughs> sure. Right now, isn't it? Because Doc Cottle is a superhero, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's who it is, that, yeah, on the sister show. Um, yeah, I didn't have anybody. You could kind of say maybe like the Soul Suckers, uh, you know, because it was kind of wispy, but yeah, I said nobody either. Uh, Headlush. So Headlush, um, I just went with Karaoke Night. Just in general, <laughs> yeah. karaoke night. Yeah, so mine so. was going to go to both Shang Chi and Katie, or Sean and Katie, uh, yeah. for their karaoke night escapades. But yeah, that, well, you, you could just give, give it to, it to Wong karaoke too. night. Well, yeah, yeah, but Wong was kind of dragged into it. He seemed to be into it. Well, no, he was into it. I would be yeah. into it too. Drunken karaoke can be fun, but yeah, they're yeah. the ones who who plotted it all. So and it's oh. it's kind of their thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do the player then. Oh, so the player is going to go to uh, Shang-Chi's dad, Sean's dad. Okay. For uh, for grabbing the, the chick that kicked his ass. Okay. All right. So I was going both directions. I ended up going with uh, Ying Li, the, the mom, uh, for turning a warlord straight. In yeah, terms that's, of that's a decent yeah, one, you know, because he he put the rings up for her. Yeah, but he was yeah. also the one that pursued her. Well, that's true. That's true. 
but nobody said that he had put the rings down. And I think she said you had to put the rings well, down. Again, wrapped around her finger. You know, so. All right, uh, Purple Hippo. Uh, I'm going to give it to Trevor. Uh, Trevor for <laughs> for not being stoned, but still being stoned because he thought he saw hallucinations all this time. Uh, so mine's going to go to Sean or Shang-Chi um, for when he basically got knocked the fuck out and was floating down in the lake about to drown. So I think he did die. No, I, think, I don't think he died. I so I think he was, a, I was probably about to drown, and then when he floated over, the the dragon kind of blew some air bubbles that allowed him to get a breath. Okay, so I don't think yeah, the dragon so some, brought him back to life. But okay. when you so some when of the stuff I saw, it sh- it was saying that he he died, and the dragon breathed life back into him. But so I don't know what what makes them think he died. I don't know. I guess because he was underwater for so dang long. And he had to have drowned? I don't know. That's funny because he wasn't coughing up water after he took a breath. It's true. Yeah. No, I don't think he died. Okay. But, you know, floating down into the bottom of the lake, rolling over and then seeing a giant dragon that then drags you out of the lake, that's 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 pretty head trippy. So I liked the dragon. Yeah, the dragon was cool. I thought the dragon did pretty well. Very Chinese dragon-like. Yeah, it's definitely a Chinese dragon. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, that does it for our marvelous summer. Thanks for uh, tuning in and joining us on this ride. Uh, Next time, we are going to be reviewing uh, 2016's Suicide Squad in a lead-up to our review of The Suicide Squad, which both star Margot Robbie and some other people that don't matter... Because, let's face it, Margot Robbie is the only one that you're tuning in for, um, for both of these shows. Uh, So, with that, our intro... Oh, and that will be coming out uh, in a couple weeks after this. We are on a every other week uh, cadence now, uh, just like Sadis is. So our intro and outro music is Demon by JVNA. Our pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkingincapes.com slash Discord. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkingincapes at outlook.com. Visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. Until next time, I'm Rob. So glad you could see him, too. I thought I was hallucinating. (laughs) I didn't see shit. Chicken pig. (laughs) We'll see you next week.